Hello, and welcome to Press YYZ, your favorite Canadian gaming podcast. You can watch the show weekly on youtube.com slash pressyyz, live on twitch.tv slash pressyyz, Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, or listen to it on your own time on your podcast service of choice. We appreciate however you choose to support the show, but if you don't have any loonies to spare, it's all good. We'll be in here no matter what. Before we get started, remember as always to be good to each other. Discrimination of any kind, be it over one's race, gender, sexual orientation, or anything else is wrong and will not be tolerated within our community. And that's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so. <laughs> now let's get to some introductions. Oh, you didn't know? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Press YYZ proudly brings to you the man of many props, AJ Fraser, the award-winning Alex Ballant, two of our Alexes. Oh, wait. Where's Alex Ballin? Uh, he he may have gotten uh the shit kicked out of him backstage. Yeah, it was oh. part of the the blood sacrifice ritual to bring Mitch back after all this. Yeah, stuff. I mean, I was gonna say a steel chair to the back, and you went to blood sacrifice. Jesus H Christ! I mean, how how it, else it was, are we gonna bring back the brood? You know, it, yeah. it was all, it was all done safely though. It, it was all done via blading. Nobody was in any critical danger at any point. Uh, all right. Well, and of course, if you're not down with that, we've got two words for you. Mitch George. Those weren't the two words I was thinking of. Hey, Mitch, uh, what's your nickname been recently? I can't remember. I don't usually have one. because It I doesn't matter what your nickname is. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. It's going to be back. That's it. You just made the list. That one's now too we need every- to understand that reference. How many, how many references can he fit in it? It's perfect. Now I need everyone to stand back because there's a cozy king coming through. Hell yeah. How's it going, everybody? Um, I'm the instant classic, Nathan McEnery, hosting this week because that's how I roll. And finally, I'd like to introduce our special guest this week. The best in the world at what he does, Mario Rivera. Thank you. Thank you so much. I don't know if you can see that uh, on camera, but thank you again so much. Press YYZ will never, ever be the same again. All right. I've had my fun. How are you gentlemen doing? <laughs> I, I think I hate this in the best way. I'm loving it. This is going to be so good. So for those who don't know, uh, this week is WrestleMania week in the WWE. So having... Wrestling superfan Mario Rivera on here with us, as well as going into our topic of the show, where we're going to come up with a, um, what do you want to call it? A match card? A, a fantasy match card for how we would put together a video game themed WrestleMania? What do you want to yes. call it, Nathan? Uh, yeah, building the perfect WrestleMania, Wrestle video game mania fan card. I don't know. We got to work on that. <laughs> That's a motion. I should have had that okay. figured out. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a blast. Yes. I'm glad to be back. This is going to be a good episode. Mario, uh, before we get started, why don't you just yes. tell the audience a bit about yourself? Uh, yes. Uh, my name is That Mario Vera. I'm the only Mario Vera that you need to know about. I, of course, uh, used to uh, run a, a popular, or not popular, a, f a somewhat notable YouTube channel. Uh, and I've since moved on from that to sort of uh, do my own thing right now. I'm at uh, That Mario Vera on YouTube, uh, where I try to produce new videos. I... Uh, I'm starting very, very soon on that, so I'm very excited. And then lastly, obviously, I've been doing a podcast every week uh, on Fridays uh, with the Point in Progress crew where we just talk about video games, we have fun, we talk about our hot takes of things, and then we just sort of run wild with that. So that's uh, that's what we've been doing. So I'm excited to 
talk of video games and wrestling. So. All right. Uh, perfect. Uh, so uh, thank you for joining us today, Mario. I think we're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, before we jump in everything, I just quickly want to review our housekeeping. Uh, our cars and review is going up on youtube.com slash press YYZ this Friday. So please check that out from our video crew. It's going to be I'll so be streaming, good. It was a good I'll be streaming. Oh, sorry. I'm interrupting you, Mitch. My apologies. No, just it, it was a great episode. Cars is a fantastic Pixar movie. If you're at all is into it? Pixar. Mm. Yes. God damn it. It's great. They're all great, except for maybe A Bug's Life and Cars. Too. And <laughs> The Bug's Life is way better than car, all the Cars movies. We'll get into it later. Please continue, okay. Nathan. I stole your thunder. <laughs> yes, that's fine. Uh, sorry, I interrupted Welcome you. Back, We're still getting Mitch. used to this flow. Um, so I'll be streaming again tomorrow. I think in honor of WrestleMania, I was going to keep streaming fall guys, but with WrestleMania, I think I have to stream WWE 2k 20. Um, do you, yeah, you know do what, you, do you have to? I, I've got good takes on this. It's not a bad game anymore. I just bought it recently and it's actually serviceable. I'm not, no, totally. I, I, that's, 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 that's okay. I, uh, I actually, uh, got to play that with, uh, uh, what's his face? Um, he had um, the umbrella. And wrestling, I remember uh, his name. Uh, He's gone now. Villain. Jack Gallagher, Marty yeah. Scroll. Marty Scroll. No, the other, there was another one. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Oh, okay, I got the, I got to interview Drick Flair. It was fun, but Sweet. that game's still, still not good. All right, <laughs> um, and then Cozy will be playing Halo One on streaming as part of a multi-part series starting Monday, April twelfth. Please be excited. Correct. Yeah, Halo Combat Evolved, may- aka Halo CE, aka Halo the First. There may be other content to come out of that that we're excited to announce in the coming weeks. Sweet. Okay, so we're going to get into this quickly because I'm really excited about the WrestleMania match card. But let's talk about what we've been playing. So, uh, oh, Alex isn't here and he can't tell us about Disco Elysium. I guess next week we'll catch up on that. I downloaded it, so him and I will talk about it next week. Okay. So, uh, Cozy, I'm going to let you go first and tell me about this Samus and Joey Metroid manga, which I can only assume is hentai of some sort. Uh, no, it is not. In fact, actually, like as far as Metroid mangas go, it's actually like the furthest possible thing you could have selected in terms of what specific genre we're talking about here. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. Okay. Um, so this is a relatively not very well known manga, um, within the Metroid sphere that I'm here to tell you, uh, you should learn about. Um, so basically, the story goes like this. In the early 2000s, uh, Nintendo commissioned the creation of two different Metroid manga series. Uh, the first one was, it basically coincided with the release of Metroid Fusion and was effectively a kind of prequel to that story. It kind of filled in some of the gaps in terms of uh, the game story that weren't really properly explained within the game. Um, this is the second one, and it was released between, like, it was sort of serialized between 2002 and 2005. And it follows the adventures of Samus and a boy that refers to himself as Samus's first disciple called Joey as they go on all sorts of adventures across the universe to help restore peace and balance. Um, The manga itself tonally is a little bit more lighthearted than what you might expect out of a Metroid story. It's very much akin, I would say, to the Legend of Zelda mangas uh, that we've gotten uh, over the uh, years and decades. Um, But it's still, one, a very, very beautiful manga, uh, but two, more importantly than that, a manga that feels very authentic to the kind of story and characters of the Metroid universe. Uh, You know, 
when talking about the current modern day state of the Metroid franchise, it's hard not to bring up Metroid Other M. And I feel like this manga is a really good example of, hey, if you are going to do an example of a Metroid adventure where Samus Aran is talking and interacting with other characters, and it's not just her on a solitary, silent voyage on an unknown planet, this is how you can do it right. This is how you can do it in a way that carries with it a deep level of reverence and respect for the uh, Metroid source material. So I encourage anybody that has never heard of this uh, and or has a deep interest in the Metroid series to go and check it out. Uh, unfortunately, neither this nor the other Metroid manga I talked about earlier were ever originally uh, translated or published here over in the West. Um, specifically, I uh, read this manga through Metroid Database, which is a Metroid fan site that's been around for quite some time, I think since 1990. Six. Um, they did a complete translation of this manga uh, in the mid 2010s, and I'd only I'd been meaning to kind of get around to it uh, as of recent, and so yeah, I finally gave it a lixie, and I really really enjoyed myself. Again, keep your expectations in check because it is a like I said, a, a little bit more youth oriented. It's very I would say kind of shonen in terms of its uh, approach to action and the ways that its characters progress through the story. But if you can accept that fact, this is a good, fun read, I would say. And it um, it's it's an example of how, you know, uh, we often, you know, complain about the way that Nintendo has handled the Metroid franchise over the past few years, uh, particularly this year, what with it being Metroid's 35th anniversary. And, you know, when it comes to certain things, I'm understanding of why Nintendo has not been as proactive with the Metroid franchise as we wish it were. During the Wii U era, for example, I could understand Nintendo being like, mm, across the board, all of our first party games are not selling very well on account of the Wii U not selling very well. And so a Metroid franchise would be a lot of money, uh, a huge investment that we might not see a huge return on. I can also understand something like a Metroid movie being very daunting for Nintendo to take on, you know, especially seeing as how the company is still licking its wounds from the Mario movie all those years ago. Um, but this is an example of something where it's like, this is a completed work of art that is already finished. Nintendo, you've already, you know, pressed your stamp of approval on this saying, we approve of this as a official pseudo canonical Metroid product. And it's, it's too bad that they've, this, you know, particular, uh, pocket of the metroid universe has never really been properly exposed to a huge portion of metroid fans so yeah go check it out samus enjoy that's yeah, awesome wow that's super cool yeah uh All right. i actually want to jump i i want to tangent off that just real quick um because it's funny that you've been reading manga because i actually just it's been hard to find time to play a lot of games but something i have been doing um which i've done a few times now i've been rereading the civil war um comic ah. arc this was actually the book that got me into into reading comics at all. Um, as a kid, you know, I consumed the X-Men animated show, the Spider-Man show, um, Batman, all that kind of stuff. But that was the one book later in life that actually got me into reading book, like the comic books themselves. And I, I absolutely love it for that reason. It's actually the first time I've owned a copy of it before this. I've only done it digitally, but I was at the store and I'm just like, why not? So I've been really enjoying going through that again for the first time in a long time. Right. I, I I have not read that book in years, but uh, I do remember loving how much that they changed that for the better to be for the movie yeah. and how much that they've added to that idea. Um, but yeah, uh, it still still sucks that I think um, 
a lot of the things that happened to that story ultimately, I think, shaped characters in certain different ways with Spider-Man. But I do think that overall, when they came around to the finalizing it with like there's a, a, a one event that like takes place called Siege, where yeah. everyone's finally back together. We needed that moment. And I feel like because of Civil War, allowing our heroes to fall in some aspects to have them come back in such a huge way now with the MCU movies and then obviously with the the comics as a whole. So, yeah, definitely and seeing Civil War come back important. now in Falcon and the Winter Soldier with the inclusion of Baron yes. Zemo, the ties back to that movie. It just it something drew me to having to read this book now just because of all that going on. I've been, been loving absolutely. It, so. No, I, super awesome. I read Civil War back in the day. I'm a DC guy. I prefer DC comics and. That's what's up. Yeah. Um, I didn't love Civil War when it came out. And I think you kind of hinted on the stuff, Mario, that um, I think I had issues with as well in that yeah, series. Sure. I don't want to spoil anything directly for people who haven't so, read it for it's what, 10 years yeah. old? Something like that. I mean, like I'm a Marvel mm. guy when it comes to everything but comics. When it comes to reading the comics, I'll usually fall back on a Batman trade or or Green mm-hmm. Lantern's another one that I love. I have a poster with the um the 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 uh, the creed sitting somewhere in this apartment that's got to get hung up once we move um that it, it's like this pop art thing it's so good i can't wait to show that off um like but like yeah. the creed as in the musical group you have a poster of no no in in brightest day and blackest <laughs> night that we will shall escape our sight uh okay yes i'm very familiar with that what yeah and and the rest um okay but yeah when it when it comes to all the other media stuff i've never really been i've always been marvel over over Batman and or over DC, sorry. But then when it comes to comics, for whatever reason, I always gravitate towards the DC trades. I feel like they're just really well written and mm-hmm. the Marvel stuff hasn't grabbed my attention the way that has, but in everything outside of comics, uh, DC needs to get their shit together. Yes, that's fair. Although their TV yeah. show is pretty good. They've got a pretty I enjoyed good Krypton. I enjoyed Krypton. So, all right, we can't stay too long on this, but while we're speaking about the Marvel Universe and superheroes, I guess it's time we could talk about Avengers. Uh, Mitch, you've been playing that more. It's the only game I've um, been playing. Has it that let came you down out? yet? I, so the thing is, like, right now, life has been really busy. It's why I've missed the last few episodes of the podcast. I'm so happy to be back. Um, but Avengers have been something that's been easy for me to just jump in on my own, pick up, play through a hive or a couple of drop zones or whatever, get the daily challenges and weekly challenges complete with the characters that I haven't completed the challenge cards of. And it's just been fun to smash robots as the Hulk. I don't know why it's not a smart game. It's not a well-made game, but it's still dumb fun. Like talking about the civil war comic, I absolutely adored Marvel ultimate Alliance too, which was based on the civil war storyline. Um, that game's busted his ass, but I love it. And I don't know what it is. Whatever, whenever Marvel puts their stuff into anything, I'm down for it. So you'll be, you'll be very pleased to know, Mitch, that I played uh, Marvel's Avengers on not one occasion but two occasions over the Easter weekend. Totally unprompted. Wow. Uh, friend of the show, Kyle, joined me for a mission or so. Uh, but other than that, I enjoyed it all by myself. So y- your so boy's growing up. That, your boy's growing up. I, I I absolutely love this dumb, stupid game because of how much it drives me crazy with certain loops. But the story and the characters, I, I, I'm i in. I'm in every time there's a new character, especially, uh, you know, with this new drop coming in very soon with the Wakanda stuff. I'm I'm so excited for this new. I don't world know that's going to be soon. They're talking about fall. I wouldn't say so, I wouldn't say <laughs> soon, but at the very least, I'm excited for something. <laughs> I think like we've got the news this week that it's that the game is coming to PlayStation now. And I think. Around the Wakanda drop, it would be the 
Yeah. Yeah. But it's the PS4 version on PlayStation Now Now, not the PS5 version yes. on PlayStation Now Now. Now 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 Now. Um, I think the fall is the perfect time to drop the PS5 version on PS Plus. Leading uh, up to that, I get a real big push to the player base. What we're talking about uh, PS Now, um, I downloaded it for like a buck or paid the a buck for the month. Um, just to try it out and see how it works. It works really well. I'm streaming everything and fighting games and there's no lag. That's surprising. Actually, that's yeah. overly surprising because like I've been streaming um, some of Power Rangers through Stadia and it works well. I'm surprised at how well some of the stuff works through the cloud. Yeah, yeah, I was streaming. I think PS Now, if they put a better focus on it, it is ready for prime time. And the complaints people had when it came out, they're not there anymore. But that's a different conversation for a different day. So um, speaking about heroes, because we were talking about the Marvel heroes, uh, Mary, you've been playing a game featuring a hero as well. So can you tell us about Loop Hero? Uh, yes, I've been playing this uh, indie game uh, called Loop Hero, which basically it, it is so many things in one and it's hard to describe it. But the best way to do it is it is a looping game where it is sort of sort of like an almost idol esque where the character moves on its own. And you will run into fights as you go along this loop. And as you go along this loop, you've actually, before you even jumped into playing the game, you build a deck of things that you place onto the field. And while you're doing that, it's also sort of a, bo- bo- a boss rush thing where you're trying to build it up to get to the boss. Like, it is both a combination of, like, the deck builder games that you played as, as a kid mixed in with both this sort of, like, automatic mechanic of people just sort of, like, not like real-time strategy, but it's because it's automatic. But the way that you're building up stats is things that you collect along the loop. And uh, I've been having an absolute blast with it. It is super addicting because all every time you get it's, – and it's, and it's funny because I'm not a roguelike person at all. I don't like any of the Dark, stu- uh, Dark Souls stuff uh, as much. But I play this game, and I feel like I always have to risk another chance around the loop because there's always, I feel like, this reward just around the corner. And while you're doing that, you're building up also this like sort of like farming. It's such a bizarre game that combines so many wonderful things that I just absolutely love. Has anyone else got a chance to try this out yet? You just no. said deck builder and roguelite. And I have art. I've just purchased the game because that's all I needed to hear. Those are two of my favorite <laughs> so, things. Like one of my favorite games last year that I picked up was Slay the Spire. And yeah. everything you're telling me, it's like, okay, this just feels like that. But a little more of a focus on combat and less on the deck building aspects which i'm still all in for yeah and it's funny because most of the deck building stuff is stuff to screw yourself over oh great even (laughs) better because it's you're supposed to so basically the whole concept of this is is, uh basically the world is gone and everyone nobody remembers anything and you only go into this random loop which is randomly generated every time and you're supposed to collect resources along the way and then you get to a certain point where you can leave the loop successfully with everything if you want, you can leave at any time. Or if you're in the middle of the loop, you can leave with at least 60%. If you die, you only get 30%. Uh, all those resources then rebuild your town. So then that's where the town builder aspect goes into it. And it's the different cards from the card deck are different things that you will thought that you will place on your board that will give you resources. So for instance, uh, if I know if I put enough forests down, all of a sudden on my board, it's going to put like thicket people, which are like... Uh, tree people that believe they're human and then if you beat them you get you know uh, wood right stuff like that uh 
but the more you progress and the more you go along and the more times you go through the loop, the more powerful you feel as you go. Uh, once you get to the boss, you just you just feel like you're an absolute badass by the time you get there. So yeah, I highly recommend Loop Hero for anyone that enjoys any of any of those types of games. It for 14 bucks, you get so much out of it. I think I've put in 30 hours and I've only beaten the second boss. There's five bosses. Oh wow! So like you you can you can invest so much time in this. And the best part about it is I like putting movies on my other monitor and I'll just play a game. So like I watch Godzilla the the not King uh, the the first one 2014 one. Oh yeah. And I just put the, I just put that on this because I, I didn't really give a crap. I was playing Looper. <laughs> so it's a great uh, sort of like idle game time waster game that is fun to play. It, it's cool. funny you mentioned that because I was gonna talk about like I've watched. Um, Kong Skull Island and yeah. King of Monsters this week, Godzilla King of Monsters, because I want to watch Godzilla versus Kong probably this weekend. Um, so yeah. it's funny that you say that with relation to this game, because like I was watching one of them on my monitor, and I only have the one monitor, so I had to switch up and I was just playing other stuff. So this sounds like a great kind of turn your brain off and just kind of run yes. through it. So that sounds like a, a blast. I'm downloading it as we speak. Yeah. Sweet, wonderful, wonderful game. Okay, well, uh, yeah, I'll have to take a peek at that one going forward. So we're going to move on from talking about Loop Heroes, and I don't know a good segue into Outriders because I know very <laughs> little about it. AJ, tell me uh, about Outriders. A, a good segue probably would have been after Avengers because it's another Square Enix. Um, With kind of servers? Well, I actually have not run into any server issues. What I have run into is kind of a an okay game that everybody seems to be in love with right now. And, and um, for me personally, um, it's so it's out on Game Pass and I've uh, been playing it on the Series X currently. Mm -hmm. I'm enjoying it when I play with friends, um, but I'm not enjoying playing it alone necessarily. Um, it's it's mm. like a good cross between The Division, but if you had uh, some superpowers... Um, my, uh, the, the, the archetype that I chose is the pyromancer, which, uh, I had a friend who was already choosing the, uh, what is it? De Devastator? The, 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 the big I forget, one. I forgot what it's called. Yeah. The, the, the kind of a tanky one. And then the other one is, uh, trickster, um, which another friend of mine had already, uh, uh, claimed. Um, and then there's a fourth uh, archetype called the Technomancer, um, and everything online said that that one may be currently the worst. Personally, I kind of think it's heavily balanced in favor of the Trickster, because everything everything got easier when I had a friend playing with uh, Trickster abilities, and we were within like similar level range. The Trickster is kind of a, a little more flashy, a little uh, you know get up close and personal. Um, can slow down time and like create this force field bubble where bullets are shooting in and um, and uh, time slows down. Anybody who runs into the bubble, uh, an enemy wise, uh, slows right down. Whereas my pyromancer is about a more or less a medium range kind of attack um, where he can create walls of fire, um, make people explode if they if they die with this uh, effect on them, um, which you know. The, the game is fun enough. Um, I would be a little more upset if I had had to pay money for it, um, which I'm glad I, I didn't inherently have to do that. Um, but uh, yeah, everybody seems to be really big on this game right now, regardless of whether or not uh, they can play it because of servers. Yes, Mitch. 
Um, so this is one I tried to get booted, um, but it is only available on console Game Pass, and I only yes. have a launch Xbox One. Um, mm. It doesn't like to load very quickly. Like, I thought the Avengers load yeah. times on PS4 were bad, but this one, like, I'm pulling out Twitter, and I'm scrolling for a good three or four minutes, just waiting for both server connection and then the game itself to load. It's... I want to play this game. I want to get into the conversation now with everyone else playing, but I think I got to wait until I pick up a series X before I can really, uh, really dive into it. Yeah. If, if you've got room for another one of these types of games, which Mitch, I know you're, you're still playing Avengers. Um, exactly. Um, then, then yeah, absolutely. But smashing Mario, dudes makes me happy as Hulk. I'm sorry. If we can get a, a big enough group uh, here within the community together, I'd be more than happy to contribute to this game's success. I, uh, I really enjoyed Bulletstorm back in the, not previous generation, mm-hmm. but the co- console generation before this one. Uh, yeah. And it's it's good that this game, at least so far, doesn't seem like a bust, you know, little launch issues aside. Don't know, by the way, if they're little or not. I heard people complaining about it on Twitter, but I have no conception of how big or small they actually were. So I'm just going to call them yeah. for now. Yeah. And like I said, I didn't run into any issues with my Game Pass um, copy, if you will. Um, the only issues I ran into is the the story is kind of abysmal. Um, there's mm-hmm. uh, it's it's an original it's it's a interesting overall premise in that very, very Mass Effect Andromeda like where, hey, uh, Earth is fucked, so let's go find another planet. They get there, and, you know, shit goes down, something bad happens, and uh, your character's put into cryostasis for 31 years and has to um, effectively uh, try, you know, try and fit themselves back into this new world um, as, as he does that. So, um, yeah, it's... Uh, it's... It's... The best, uh, the best I can say is it's okay if you like one of those. Mm-hmm. I I don't know how or when I started to have fun with it. Um, it may have been somewhere like around level five or six when when you, I started to not not just unlock more abilities because mm-hmm. I found with the pyromancer the abilities to be kind of eh, they're, they're, like I found my my three and I don't want to experiment with any others because I found something that kind of works for it mm-hmm. and I'm having a hard time uh, coming out from that. Um, but uh, when you get higher tiers of loot, the loot comes with mods on it. The mods can affect the abilities that you have equipped. So I'm heavily favoring those three abilities that I have selected, you know, the whole thing. So... I, I don't know if it's necessarily balanced. I definitely think um, <laughs> the trickster is overpowered, but you know, I digress. I'm I am having an okay time with it. So it's better than a bad time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I thought I was having I thought I was having a bad time at first, but okay. I mean, it's free as part of the service that you're already paying for. So people like I'd rather pay twenty bucks this- than. Then, no, yeah. and I agree with you because the whole hubbub came up this week about MLB The yeah. Show 21 going to Game Pass and not PS Plus or PlayStation mm-hmm. Now. Um, so it's kind of I might actually play a baseball game now. I'm going to pick it up so we can and it's cross play so we can do a whole thing. It's going to be great. We're going to set mm-hmm. up a connected league in the, the Discord server. If you're not uh, invite.gg slash press YYZ if you want to hop in on that. Um, it's going to be a good time. Absolutely. 
Go baseball. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, no, uh, MLB, uh, that's a topic for another discussion. Um, cause I think we all have our very different feelings about that, uh, deal. Um, but let's move on. And I guess I'm really the only person who hasn't talked yet. So this week I played fall guys, 40, 41, the newest season of fall guys. I was actually streaming it last week. Um, and I got that itch back that itch for a little bit of fall guys competition. Um, and I have to say, I think the, uh, 4041 is the, probably the best expansion that they've done thus far, um, in terms of the new levels and the costumes, I was just playing the new levels for a little while and I thought they were really inventive. This is actually a new final level that you're seeing here on the screen. Um, and the, all of the new content is free, right? Yes. So continually Let me just know the next time on. you're jumping into it. I want to check it out. Okay. Um, yeah, no, uh, oh. yeah. So uh, no. even knowing that it was going to happen, it was still painful to see it happen. I got to say. I was so close and I hadn't played this one before and I thought I did pretty good for somebody who hadn't played it before. Why don't you describe that for our audio listeners who don't know what the hell you're looking at right now? That's completely fair. Thank you, Mitch. Um, <laughs> so the roll out, I think the level is called roll out where you have the moving sphere, uh, like the platforms that are moving in spherically around and you got to keep not falling off this is a new take on it with only two spheres that you've got to go back and forth is it spheres is that, that's not a sphere a cylinder a cylinder yeah, thank you two rotating cylinders with holes and obstacles that you have to uh and move stay out and of not fall off um so it all starts um like normal with these two things but the slime rises as the level goes on so you have a lot of room to play with initially and as you get further and you get less and less room to play with um uh, on this um, but a lot like there's a lot of good ones the battery one's fun with the tiles if your team's good if it's not if your team's not good it sucks uh, a bunch of new good obstacle courses they actually take into uh, gravity into account so you can bounce up really high or you're bouncing there's one that requires two laps as you go around um, you go around a different a course which is new. So yeah, Cozy's pulling up here. So this is the anti-grav where your jumping becomes super floaty. Interesting. So Mario, I saw that uh, you were playing this this week as well. Uh, no, but I might start again because okay. they, I just saw it literally like before we, I jumped on here, they showed off. Uh, there's going to be a shovel knight suit Saturday. Yeah. I want it now yeah. real bad. So I, I might jump back in just to get it. I knew I was um, holding on to 11 crowns for something. So. Yeah. And I, looking at all this new stuff, I mean, it looks really good. Um, I wasn't into the last two seasons. It just the winter yeah. stuff and the night stuff just did not catch me, even though it's fun that they have been adding more and more uh, IPs to the, you know, to the different winning things that you can get. Uh, I hope they uh, keep bringing out some good stuff, you know, I've been excited for a Metal Gear Solid one <laughs> for a while. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I uh, I might jump back in. Yeah, I'm definitely uh, going to be picking that I, I just want to apologize for having to jump in and jump out. But uh, breaking news, I think we bought a house. So congratulations. Hey! When's the party? Hey. I'm kidding. Uh, party? <laughs> this is 2020. We're talking about uh, It's okay. I'll wear a mask. When's, uh, when's 2021, sir? Mitch, when's the gender reveal party? She's she uh, probably in a couple of years. Yeah. My wife's in the background shaking, talking with our realtor, but uh, yeah. So if I seem a little distant in this episode, I apologize, but uh, bigger things at play here. Congratulations. Yeah, Mitch, what's the Mitch? address? What's the address? Yeah. Can you drop the address? Yeah. It's uh, one <laughs> go fuck yourself. Middle finger sticking up. Okay. All Is right. that a drive or a lane? Crescent. Crescent. There we go. 
Woo! I thought it would have been a circle. Cul- cul-de-sac. Cul-de-sac. <laughs> there we go. Um, all right. Perfect. Uh, yeah. So Fall Guys, really fun. Still, I put 100 hours into it last year um, just on the first season. So I'm excited to get back into it. And I think this will become my regular streaming game on Thursday nights for the next little while, probably uh, till I find something else that's funner to stream. Uh, but I had a lot of good time uh, chilling out with the chat and talking. And thank you to everybody who tuned in. I really appreciate that. Um, all right. And I guess we've got a final addition to the list here. Mitch, tell us about Among Us. There's a new map, is my understanding. The airship, correct? Yeah. So a few of us got into it and just were checking out the airship. It seems like it's going to be a ton of fun if you can get a full game in. Um, there are different starting locations. So every time you're spawning back in, even after a meeting, it's not at the meeting table. You pick a room that's randomly selected, like there's three rooms for everybody, which is going to be really, really bad when you're in there and it's only you and maybe an imposter spawning. It's, it's going to be so much fun. Um, some of the new tasks are cool. Like the, in, the data upload one that everyone kind of hated from the other maps where you had to like go to a spot and download and go to another spot and upload. Now the upload, yeah. you actually have to go out and like walk the plank of the ship. When you get a little phone, <laughs> you have to move around the screen until you get decent reception. So like if you have good reception, it'll oh, slowly wow. go up. And if you find excellent reception, it goes up really quick. So it's it's actually adding a lot of fun little nuance to uh, what was a bit, a bit of a stale minigame in the in the other maps. Um, okay. A lot of fun hidden Easter eggs. There's a an energy sword in there and some other video game related Easter eggs. There's a, a Ninja Turtles reference somewhere that I still haven't seen yet that I got to find. Um, it's great. Uh, we're going to try to get a game or two together this weekend in the Discord server that I mentioned earlier. So... If you're down to yeah. try to f- find people to play some Among Us with, we're uh, definitely going to be a community picking that one back up with this new map. Maybe I should actually try it. I've tried it once or it, twice and not fully committed to it. It's free on mobile. So if you did want to just hop in and give it a shot there. I bought it on Steam. I have it. I just never play it when you guys play. I need to play I it. I bought it on Steam and on Switch. It's so <laughs> yes. good. Yeah. I use, I use my points to get it on Switch for free. <laughs> See, I bought it thinking that's where my wife would want to play it rather than playing on the yeah. iPad, but she still goes back and plays it on the iPad. So I kind of Sometimes the tasks are easier. Sometimes the tasks are easier. You know? Yeah, with the touch screen. But yeah, the airship is cool. Anxiety it's huge. It. it is a huge map. I, I, I'm with you there, Nathan, because I jumped back into this map recently and... I, yeah, because I didn't know where I was doing. Immediately, I was being accused right away. <laughs> I was yeah, like, uh, I'm not self-reporting. I don't know where, that, where I'm at. See, that's um, me but my every favorite, time where everyone's blaming me, but it's just because I'm me to, and I don't appreciate it. I, no, 100%. My favorite that, new task, though, is uh, you find guns and you put them back. That and it's just great. so funny that you have... I was like, I have a gun now. <laughs> to, like, there's that. that there's the, the towel mini game where you're picking up dirty towels and have to put them in a hamper. Just like, it's different enough that it's it's wanting. I'm wanting more and yeah. more to find people to play it with. It's just with it being a big map, you really need a full crew. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll probably let me know this weekend. I'll jump in. Uh, I'll try and find some time um, and jump in with you guys and play a little bit because uh, I'll be playing something else anyway. So I might as well jump in. Uh, time. Do you have something to say? Yeah. Uh, is that kind of speak to something that maybe should be added to Among Us? Because one, I still haven't played it yet. And regardless of watching any streams uh, of it, I still have no idea, like if once I would get into a, a game, if I were to play it, what I should be doing. Should there be 
some sort of way to actually be able to identify who might be a new player or not, other than just communicating, saying, hey, I haven't done this before, or something like that? I mean, when you're playing online, you're mostly playing with a a typing chat. You're not necessarily voicing, if I'm not mistaken, so it's totally up to that but then you're you're up to the the random gods that happen when that happens Uh, the other nice thing they added as part of this update for folks that might be a little newer to the game is they have like a quick type radial menu that they've added for quickly Mm. sending messages so i guess playing more towards you know the majority of people who are playing this are playing with randoms and text chat Uh, makes it a lot easier to send specific messages like saying a certain player was acting suspicious or i was here or i was there i saw a person in room Let's say, like, kind of fill in those blanks, kind of like Mad Lib style with this radio oh, menu. Wow. It's really nice. But yeah. I would recommend just hop into the Discord if we're playing, and uh, we'll we'll cut you some slack if you're new, and we'll try to teach you the ropes. Like we've we've got my mom into games of Among Us. It hasn't gone well, but wow. she played, and it's <laughs> it's it's something anyone can really get into and understand relatively yeah. quickly. Like two or three games under your belt, and you'll have an idea of of what to what to do. And Mitch, I think if we combine both like point progress and YYC, we could definitely get enough group. To oh yeah, we'll be good. Between that. yeah, so, yeah, yeah. How many Wonder people twin can powers you have activate? Uh, it's a ten-person ten. game. Ten-person. Okay, yeah, we can. And we were we were playing with seven at most times and two imposters, and it was going very quickly yeah. with two imposters. All right. Just because we were Sweet. trying to learn the map, but it's great. It's real good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well. Be prepared for more Among Us this weekend. Are we streaming that? Is that a thing? Can you stream Among Us or do people Oh, like we screen could check? actually. Yeah. Yeah. You just got to hide the room code. Yeah. And I can, yeah. I can get something set up if, uh, mm-hmm. if we wanted to stream it this weekend through Press YYZ. So maybe keep an eye out for that. Uh, yeah. My weekend plans are TBD, but I, if my weekend plans are pretty free, I'd be more than happy to help set that up. Uh, yeah, I think we've already we like on, like on the WrestleMania. on the like streaming side of things. I know that on the technical side, y- yeah. you you guys very much love to control the rooms when it comes to the Among Uses. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll figure that out. We'll figure it out. Okay. All right. Well, with that, that covers everything we've been playing. Alex has some stuff here, but he is not on this episode, so we will cover it uh, next week when he's here. I'm very interested to hear about Disco Elysium. Uh, Mitch, I think we'll have some words to say about that as well. I'm going to try to but, get some time in before next show. Yeah. Yeah. But so we'll talk about that next week. Um, so with that being said, I guess we're going to job jump into topics of the show or topic of the show, which in this case is our rankum of the, how we build the ultimate video game WrestleMania card. We still need a better name for this. Um, and I feel like it's my fault that it's this long, but anyways, so Retro the show mania? of shows. Sorry, I don't know. I was just trying to spitball things you could put in front of mania that are video game related. What did you say? Retro mania. Retro. Sonic well, mania. that's a game coming or, out. What about Wrestle Game? YYZ mania. Wrestle Gamia. Uh, Pressle mania. Because Pre- press. Pixel not terrible. All right. Pixel mania is so, not bad either. Yeah, Pixel Mania is not bad. Um, Maybe so, we'll have something in the show description that is more yes. than us just brainstorming <laughs> live for all of you listening sorry. on sorry, podcast. Sorry, in- I'm more interested in the new Voxel order. Yeah, all right. we know. Um, okay, so with that being said, let's talk about how this is going to work. Typically, our regular rank them, um, you're going for top spot. And we're it's a list of 1 to 10 um, in ridiculous ways a lot of the times. 
Um, so this isn't going to be exactly that because instead of a one to 10, we still are doing a one to 10, but we're building our WrestleMania card. Um, so, or WrestleGamia card. So, is there, or is there an opportunity cards. for collaboration in this or no? Was there tag teams? <laughs> I've got some tag team matches on my card. I'll tell you what. Okay. It definitely can be tag teams. If you if there's collaboration, you guys need to decide who gets credit for it. Because there's still points being awarded. We'll figure it out. This is going to be a weird okay. one, but it's going to be fun. Yes, <laughs> uh, I agree. Uh, Cozy, before I forget, I'm dropping something into the podcast chat for you. Oh. Let's check this out. So for those new to the show and new to rank them, essentially the way we've done it in the past is anything that ranked in the top 10 would be worth a certain amount of points. Uh, six through ten, I think we're worth one point. Two through five, we're worth two points. And the top spot was worth three. And I think Nathan's fudged the uh, the format a little bit for this week because we're kind of building our way towards whatever our main event is going to be of this Wrestle WrestleGamia card. So, hundred percent fun. I have two questions. Question number one: uh, Is this what we win if we win this game of Rankin? Yes. Oh my so, god, I love it. <laughs> this Question is the press yyz title um so it will go to the winner um imaginary winner you guys can get print a picture out and post on your wall if you'd like um and i can't stop anybody else from also doing that and taking ownership of the win here um but i just thought this was fun i thought i'd create a title belt for you guys uh so Yes, this I'm is our really pleased. YYZ title belt. But question number two, I noticed that neither yourself nor Mario Rivera are on the title belt. So I mean, to be fair, I'm not officially normally with YYZ, so I understand I'm sort of an outsider coming in. Sure. You know, from a random faction, just, you know, like I'm impact your AEW, you know. So I didn't I mean, know he was going to be on the episode when I made this. The show, so. There's yeah, also only is- four side plates, and I felt if I left... I should leave myself off the side plate uh, because it would be unfair to leave other people if I'm the one making it. So I just took the hit. <laughs> I also didn't think I should put myself on the center piece. So, yeah. fair enough. That would have been a little too those are, of you. Yeah. That's a totally fair explanation. It's unfortunate, though, that Alex Ballant ended up not being on this episode in the end, though. Uh, but hey, <laughs> it gives the rest of us a better opportunity of he, getting the win. Fine. I mean, he's got to rest up from losing all that blood for summoning the brood. I was so. going to say, his loss point. is my win, so it's fine. Yeah. So anyway, so that's the title belt we'll be coveting. Um, And one day we're once I figure out how to do the face making, we'll do a WWE 2K20 press YYZ fatal five way. There you go. So I just can't get the face making right. Um, So, yeah. So just explain how the points are going to work before we jump in here. So we are going to have matches uh, one through ten, essentially, um, with Number one being our main event of the card. So this is the match that promotes our WrestleGamia. This is the match that's going to bring the people in, sell the seats, sell the pay-per-views, or subscribe to the Press YYZ network. Um, And then you'll go down the card and you'll have matches. They're still important. They're not quite as important. So you'll see your points decrease a little bit there. Um, But our our first match of the card will also be uh, worth three points. So your opening match, that's an important match. And if you open the show, that's an important spot to be in. So your opening spot, 
your main event, your pre-main event. That's where you're going to get your main points from. And what I need you guys to do is to make an argument about why basically every match you're bringing to me, you need to explain why this should be the main event and why it should be headlining the pay-per-view and how you're going to sell seat, uh, sell tickets and sell pay-per-views and subscriptions to the Press YYZ network. I'm kind of thinking this is like a management sim a little bit. <laughs> so... Um, and we're in the writer's room as you're pitching these ideas to me. So with that being said, I want to get started here. So AJ, I know you want to go up first, so I'm going to let you go first. Okay. Um, so as, as somebody who is not a big wrestling fan, um, my, my only experience with it was like renting, uh, the N64 games at, uh, blockbuster uh when i was a kid um and you know that was fun it was it was probably the attitude you know the rock and stone cold era for me uh where i was most interested but even still i didn't watch it i just thought they were cool um so i had i had to think long and hard about this um but i had an idea how about for the main event, let's bring some redemption to the Sonic universe, where we have Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, and for the hell of it, let's maybe throw in Shadow so, so we can bring in some objects, other objects and stuff. And let's, let's dangle a giant golden ring above the stage. And make them climb a goddamn ladder to the top to see who can win um, the belt. What? AJ, would um, you be surprised going... if I were to tell you that a wrestling promotion <laughs> recently yeah. did that exact yeah. same thing? <laughs> the same thing. I would be surprised, actually. A giant golden ring <laughs> as the prize yes. at the top of a ladder. It happened at the last wow. AEW pay-per-view. Or, or, or AKA the brass ring, which is reaching okay. out, reaching out okay. for that brass ring and taking it from the top. So with Sonic and his golden rings, it makes perfect sense lore-wise. And in the show, it would be absolutely exciting to see to all these <laughs> knuckles can fly and he can climb. Sonic goes real fast. Uh, Tails can fly, and you got fucking Shadow coming in with a steel chair somehow that he smuggled in there. I don't know how. One hundred percent pulled out absolutely. again for no reason. Yeah, yeah. Why, why? Why would he do that? Who knows? So that that's my 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 first pick. Okay, I, I think that's a solid first pick. Um, uh, you made me laugh because as the guys had pointed out, that did happen. And as you started to talk about something being suspended above the rain, all I could think is Scorpio sky with that rain wrapped around his yeah. body on the top of the ladder. Rain, yeah. yeah. Um, so as somebody who has, doesn't watch and pay attention to wrestling at all, that's amazing, AJ. So I got to give you some credit there. Um, so we're going to put that as we have no other card matches on the card right now at number one. Yeah, I did it. So it's the main event currently, but that doesn't mean that we can be bounced. We can be bounced elsewhere. Sure thing. All right. So. Hmm. Uh, I guess I'll put that here. Uh, 
All right. Good pregnant pause. I, I, did, I did find it interesting that you decided that all of Sonic would be in one match together as if they are the tippy top of video games and uh-huh. not sort of like this match between Sonic and Mario. I'm glad you didn't go the obvious route. So I, I thought it about it and it was just, you know what? They, they can, they can have the friendlies in the Olympics all they want. I want, I want some fucking bloodshed when somebody falls off a goddamn ladder here. Do we want to try to avoid it. using the same characters across multiple matches or so? So I have thought about that. There's very yeah. few instances of a wrestler wrestling twice at WrestleMania. Uh, very, very few instances. Daniel Bryan in WrestleMania 30. Yeah. Uh, Bret Hart uh, at WrestleMania. No, not Bret Hart. No, he did WrestleMania 10. He lost to his brother, then won the title. I think there was a, there was at least Quick. one money in the bank win and redemption at WrestleMania, right? Yeah, not at WrestleMania. No, 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 not at WrestleMania. The only person who's cashing at WrestleMania is Seth Rollins, and that was during the main event, and he had held that briefcase yeah. for a while. Yeah, he had that for, a while. for the whole year. Yeah, yeah. I, I was going to ask, what happens when you when you get this ring? Like, do you get a top spot in the the next fight, or do you automatically go into the main event? I th- I th- I just assume you know if it's the title match, you're getting the belt. Uh, at the end, and the then ne- and then next time, next time somebody's got to try and take it from you. Like what? Whoever wins there, you know. So this you know, is the title go ring. That guy in the next, yeah, the title ring. They Why come not? to the ring carrying around the title ring. Yeah, I'm into <laughs> it. Brass ring. Okay. Like a like all right. A hula well, hoop. That that's amazing foresight. So next up, we're gonna hit up Mario Rivera. Mario, tell us uh, what your match would be. I, if I had to pick up my match, my match uh, again it, uh, to go with the, uh, the the narrative of redemption arcs and people that have gone through the crap in order to deal with some of the most down and dirty things in their career in their lifetime. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to see two of the most scrappiest human beings that should be dead. And spoilers, you know, who, if you haven't played their games, things things go down in their games. Uh, I would love a full and out, like full knuckle, like all streets, like Chicago street brawl, whatever you want to call it. Unsanctioned match, Payne, street fight. Unsanctioned match, street yeah. fight, whatever, whatever those matches are with, with, with Max Payne <laughs> and Joe Miller <laughs> from the last of oh my God. <laughs> all right. Two of the most vicious people that I've ever wow. seen in my life. Joe I want to see them. Joel, Joel Miller. From the last of us. Yeah. Okay. From the Last of Us, and this is a Chicago street fight. Chicago, call it a Chicago street fight because okay. why not? You know these streets are riddled with crime and debris, and you know Max Payne's got something to do about it. Joel Miller's just trying to survive. We'll call it a Chicago street fight, <laughs> Chicago street brawl, whatever you want to call it. Okay, so why are these two fighting? What's the motivation for their fight? Why are they? Why have they come to a street fight match? Uh, well, Joel, you know, as someone who is just trying to survive uh, in any case possible, including looting, possibly uh, some violence involves uh, within his past. And Max Payne hasn't let go of the badge. He just won't let it go. All right. He just has to be that guy. And he's moved away from New York. That's why we're in Chicago. All right. He decided I'm going to go to the place that needs the most help. Chicago PD. Joe Miller just walking around the streets mugging people. You know, pin people with sticks and bats. You know, sometimes he puts nails on them. It's really weird. I don't know why he does that. Huh. He's carrying. He has a he has a sidekick 
uh, that for some reason is always around him and he's endangering children's lives. So Max Payne has a problem with that. Uh, so I'm going to say Max Payne, definitely the face in this match. Okay. While Joe Miller endangering children, clearly the heel. Okay. You know, clearly, clearly, clearly heel, you know. All right. Well, so I'm going to keep Sonic versus Tails versus Shadow versus Knuckles. We're just going to call that the Sonic four way, actually, uh, to be quicker. Um, or the brass ring on a rope match. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll figure these out as we go. I'm going to keep that number one, but I like that for now it's at number two. So it's a semi main event, but once again, the card is subject to change. So Mitch, tell me how I'm changing the card. Oh man. See, I have a match that's really similar to AJ's, but I feel like I don't want to go that route because I don't want to have too many of these ladder match for things. So maybe that'll be a post-show one. Um, so the one yeah. that I'm adding is not traditionally a WrestleMania match, but it is okay. one of the most popular match types that's come up in the last few years. We're going to have a War Games match at WrestleMania. Ooh. And that Ooh. War Games match is going to be Team Overwatch featuring Mercy Diva, Junkrat, Soldier 76, and Winston going up oh against boy. Team Team Fortress 2, consisting of Medic Heavy, Pyro Soldier, <laughs> and engineer can you think about these two factions coming together in a war games match for those who don't know it's sort of like a custom steel cage and there's two rings and it's it's just it's chaos it's absolute chaos so just imagine the chaos of those two game franchises coming together in this ridiculous match you also get an intergender match which has been a staple of wrestlemania over the last few years i think it would be an absolute like that would be the highlight of the show. Whether or not there's a title on the line, the War Games matches are always the ones that steal the show. All right, yeah. Mitch, I like this idea. And as the person putting the card together, I like it so much that I think we should open the pay-per-view with it to set the pace of the pay-per-view. Damn, okay. I had another opener, but I'll give you that one later. Okay. So, yeah. and this could, once again, change. Card subject to change. Yeah. So, but that's a good match. Um, So with that being said, let's move on to Cozy. Cozy, what's your first match? Okay. I mean, uh, it's going to be painfully apparent here that I'm the least first here when it comes to wrestling. Um, (laughs) All right. Let's talk about Pokemon. Now, Mitch, hold on. I know <laughs> that you're you're really concerned that I'm going to take away your thunder and talk about Halucha. I'm not going to talk about Halucha just... I mean, Halucha would have been a good one, to be honest. Take away thunder, it is, Pikachu. But, it so here's right the there. problem. Here's the problem. Right now, in the competitive Pokemon scene, Halucha is actually pretty popular. Within the kind of competitive meta of Sword and Shield, Halucha tends to be a pretty good choice. He's pretty powerful, he's pretty speedy, his flying, fighting typing makes him a pretty good choice when you're putting together your team. And so I figured, I might as well hand over this event to a couple of fighting type Pokemon that have not really been in the limelight for a while now. And you know, there are many different Pokemon to choose from, but I figured that for the sake of attracting viewers who, you know, might be only familiar with some of the earlier generations of Pokemon, let's make this around Hitmonchan, Hitmonlee, and Hitmontop. Uh, these three gimmicky-based fighting-type Pokemon were the bee's knees back in the red, blue, and green days, but since then they have fallen down, down, down into the depths of Pokemon hell in terms of popularity. Nobody wants to really use them anymore, despite Pokemon like Hitmonlee being given moves like Blaze Kick and whatnot. So 
it's their opportunity to finally fight for their redemption and be given a little bit more competitive viability within the Sword and Shield competitive scene. Now, in Sword and Shield, as you all know, one of the big additions that they added to the series uh, was making curry. You can make some curry with your Pokemon buddy, and you can then enjoy it with your Pokemon buddy, and it will deepen your bonds with one another. Um, this WrestleMania event is going to be bringing this curry uh, making back to the forefront, but it's removing the human element. Hitmonchan, Hitmonlee, and Hitmontop basically have to run around an arena assembling the curry for themselves, much like Overhooked. However, if at any point they should come across each other, they can do whatever it is that they feel they need to do to incapacitate their opponent, thus turning it into like a deadly version of Overcooked. Again, with, of course, Pokemon Titan -like matchups and whatnot. Uh, all the while, I should mention that um, each of the three competitors has like, basically think like a putty squad of a bunch of Thai rogues, which are the pre-evolved version of Hitmonchan, Hitmonlee, and Hitmontop, helping them out with various little things here and there. They're, you know, super duper weak, so they just get punched to hell no matter what happens to them. You can just throw a paper airplane at them and they get knocked over. But, you know, it makes it look all the more fantastical. Okay, so we're going to have an ultimate curry match at WrestleMania where it features three Pokemon, Hitmonchan, Hitmonlee versus Hitmontop, as they attempt to assemble curry and they can batter each other and beat each other up as much as they want during this curry making process. And sorry, just to confirm, when the curry is made, they win the match? Uh, yes. How do you win the match? Uh, <laughs> the thing... <laughs> The thing is, is that no matter uh, no matter how hard they try, the curry's always going to taste awful. So there's no like there's no like taste testing round to the end of the match. Like that would be extraneous. So they just have to. At the end of the day, the everybody curry. loses, right? Everyone loses. So it's like a Thanksgiving uh, Day turkey match or a Christmas match, yeah, or a Halloween exactly. match, where it's just yep. got a it's just a curry theme match where they're. You're just going to beat the crap out of each other with curry and get it smashed everywhere. And get it in their this eyes. That could be painful. Yes. Oh, man. I'm sure it burns. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, this could be good. Okay. So, for now, I'm going to put this in the middle of the card because I'm not sure how I want to place it. It's not a main event and it's not an opening. So, hmm. we're going to put it in the yeah, middle it's, for it's, now. Yeah, it's, it's more in the gimmick area. It's a gimmick, yeah. match. Yeah. It's a gimmick, gimmick. match. Okay. If it's not I mean, somebody's uh, cup of tea, it could be their bathroom break. I mean, I feel like it's yes. it's suiting that this is, you know, a gimmicky match in the middle uh, of the card, because as I talked about at the beginning, Hitmonchan, Hitmonlee, Hitmontop, kind of, you know, gimmicky Pokemon in of themselves are all based around, oh, this one's the you one know. that really punches really hard. This is the one that kicks really hard. This is the one that spins around like a top. So I feel like it's it, it's suiting of their characters, you know? Sure. sure. In my mind, they're, it's very much like the Luchador match that they throw in there, you know? You mm -hmm. got... Yep. You three, three of your, you know, they're best at what they do and they do what they do best. All right. Okay. So that's a good uh, middle match. So that we have on the card. So AJ, why don't you Hi. give me another match? Okay. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe this will be a bit of a, a cop out answer, but honestly, we'll find out if it happened in real life. We'll find out. We'll, fi we'll find out. Um, <laughs> you have to imagine that within each faction, you know, there's their own... They have the... Everybody has their own internal rivalries. I'm sure people within the same faction have, you know, 
done somebody within their same faction dirty before, something like that. But yeah, you yeah. look you look at factions like Evolution, like the Inner Circle. It it happens yeah. all the Undisputed like, Era tonight. Yeah, or is that tomorrow? Uh, Phase Wednesday, right? right? Wednesday. There's two matches. When's Cole versus? Uh, uh, at, uh, it doesn't matter in the uh, timeline right. of this episode coming out. Continue, AJ. I'm sorry for interrupting you. <laughs> Regardless, um, I think it. I think it's finally time that they that some of these factions set aside their internal differences and, and come together to try and prove who is best here. I think we need to see a tag team match between the rivals, Ken and Ryu, versus Sub-Zero and Scorpion. Oh, wow. Interesting. So they have to work together. They have, normally in their respective game slash faction, they they are each other's rivals. But now they have to come together and, and figure out how best to play off of each other's uh, unique abilities and whatnot and 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 try and take out the other the other side okay that's that's a match i wasn't expecting this no. is a good match um i do think it's interesting with the dynamics because scorpion and sub-zero are natural enemies um yep. as scorpion has killed sub-zero's brothers ken and ryu there's a friendly rivalry between them because they train together and they're like brothers Mm -hmm. um so they're more likely to be a cohesive unit and i guess the big words we're going to hear are can scorpion and sub-zero coexist can they can they coexist as a team <laughs> so i like this match is there any Scott stipulations or is this just a pure tag team match I, I was just thinking of this as like a pure tag team match. It, it settle you know they have to settle their own differences and come together and, and you know put the other out of their misery. Story wise, I am very compelled by this. 100%. I love to say I think it is actually pretty interesting, uh, given their nature and what their histories are, you know, as characters. And I think that is fun that they have to settle their differences. And I've seen many matches just like this, so I'm very hmm. interested in what that would happen yeah no i think um so it's not the second match but we're gonna put this third uh third from the top sure okay so um because i don't see a tag team match being before the main event especially one that's a barn burner like this you want to leave a little room to breathe yeah before you go into the main event uh keep that crowd hot uh, or not burn the crowd out before you're going into that main event match yeah um okay no that's great that's great aj you're doing really well with this considering you didn't think you'd be i don't know right. what i i don't know how i'm doing it but thank you very much I, when you said that it was two factions where i'm like oh my god they're doing that on aew too they're doing that right now <laughs> <laughs> <on> the pinnacle. <laughs> um that's awesome but oh. i think this is great all right mario hit me up with your next one all right my next one is a wrestlemania tradition okay wrestlemania is known for a few things it's known for title matches and celebrity appearances so there's always a gimmick match. Like this year alone, right? We have apparently uh, Logan Paul is going to do something at WrestleMania. And then we have Bad Bunny, who's also doing something at WrestleMania. They're going to be in actual matches. Uh, years before, we've had people like Pete Rose constantly uh, harassing uh, Kane, which was hilarious running gag for many, many years. A former president so of I'm the United States. Yeah, former yeah. president of the United States in a hair versus hair match. He got stunned. Uh, it was the best. Yeah, moment. got Stone Cold stunned. That was the best moment. Yep. So I think I think for our our little uh, retro mania, whatever we want to call it, it needs to have a celebrity guest. 
I'm summoning from the from the, the past, okay? I'm summoning, and I'm deciding in my head which one I want to say first. Uh, you know what? Let's bring in the Sneak King. Okay. <laughs> from the 360 here. All right. All right. All right. Versus, and we have to send in the biggest monster possible, you know, so like a Braun Strowman type, a Kane, you know, big show. So... I'm going to go straight up with Nemesis. We're going to have the sneaking <laughs> fighting the Nemesis in a lights out match where all the lights are off <laughs> and they have to fight each other. And that's the whole match. They're in a mansion and they're just searching for each other. Terrifying. That is the match. Okay. That is the match. This match scares me for a few reasons. It's a cinematic match. Yes. It's has a cinematic. Okay. It has to be. Is this like Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton House of Horrors match? Or is this closer I, to a Firefly Funhouse match? Yeah. I would say Firefly Funhouse, in my personal opinion, okay. know, to get them points. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I could just see the wacky silliness of like Mr. Not Mr. X, I'm sorry. Nemesis is stomping around. And then all of a sudden you just see just this little guy poking out of a garbage can. <laughs> no, whatever potential is there. Yes. Him yeah. walking behind Nemesis and poking him in the back and giving him a burger, you know? <laughs> Burgers going straight into somebody's face. It's going to be great. Now, of course, the ultimate winner ends up being uh, Mr. Uh, uh, I keep saying uh, Nemesis because you can't you can't break the game like that. You know? Yeah. The wrestlers got to still look good. Yeah. Okay. Nemesis probably eats the Burger King when he's done. That's right. He buries uh, him alive, just like AJ Styles. There you go. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. This is an interesting match. So we've added a cinematic cinematic match to the card. I'm disappointed we won't have one this year um, yeah. on WrestleMania, uh, but we'll see what happens. Okay. So this they is didn't good. Do I'm, the Fiend and Orton as a cinematic match. Yeah, this should be a cinematic match. I don't understand. They wanted to be Vince wants a big entrance, uh, yes. big, big entrance uh, with fans. But, uh, okay, so that's perfect. So we've got Burger King versus Nemesis. I'm going to put it right in the middle um, after the Hitmonchan versus Hitmonlee versus Hitmontop. I think that would be a good contrast with each other to go from the Curry Ultimate Curry match to a cinematic match. So, all right, Mitch, hit me with your next one. See, I've, I've got one that reuses character, so I kind of don't want to do that one. So I'm going to go with another WrestleMania staple that's now kind of been coerced into its own pay-per-view, but we're bringing it back to WrestleMania for one night only. Uh, and you've got a envelope in the, or I guess we could just call it a money in the bank ladder match, but okay. in the briefcase is an invitation, to an invitation Smash? to super smash brothers. And this match okay. consists of crash from crash bandicoot, Gino from super Mario RPG, the Doom Guy, Sora, Dante from Devil May Cry, and Rayman. So whoever can get that briefcase gets their invitation. Finally, after all these years, they get their break. Who did I miss? And they're brought into the Super Smash Brothers universe. So sorry, it was Crash, Gino, Doom Guy, Sora, Dante, and Rayman. Dante. Okay, so here's my problem with your match, and I like it. I like okay. it a lot. All right. Um, where is Waluigi? Why can't uh, he be? He, he got taken up backstage with uh, with Alex. 
He was in the match, yes. and then the surprise entrant, when he wasn't able to come out, was Crash. Crash was the last-minute okay. anonymous add to the match when Waluigi was taken out go. backstage. He'll get his redemption next year, probably in a similar redemption arc to someone like uh, Kofi Kingston, of you know getting knocked down over and 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 over again, and gets that title shot. But that's a that's next year's WrestleMania. Okay. Um, We're building up to it. We're building up to it. I think this would fit well in between the Lights Out match and the Ken and Ryu versus Scorpion and Sub-Zero. Cool. Cool. So that's where I'm going to put that for now. Is that Mitch's match? Um, Yeah, okay. I can see the... I love the fact that we're incorporating money in the bank. Um, I like the fact that it's for an invitation to smash, so you've got your motivation there. I think all the guys are going to be putting their best effort uh, to win the match. Hopefully we see something like Shelton Benjamin running up a ladder uh, exactly. and trying to grab it. Um, or in this case, Crash running up the ladder. Um, Ray, so yeah, Rayman no. scrambling his way up without arms or legs. Doom guy going through uh, like three tables somehow. Pulling a BFG out from under the ring. Sora from Kingdom Hearts just dominating everybody. I can say things like that now because Alex isn't here. You can. You absolutely can. <laughs> Would Sora have uh, Donald and Goofy oh at the ringside with him? We know Disney's not going to allow for that licensing. Mm. That cr- that kind of pro- cross promotion doesn't work in Smash, and it certainly doesn't work in the WWE. Okay. All right. Uh, no, I like that match. Um, that's where we've got it for now. Okay. Cozy. Also, I just want to, before we move on, shout out to Sal in our community. When I was telling him this was the premise of our show, he's like, oh, you should do a Money in the Bank ladder match. I'm like... I just wrote that down. God damn it. So shout out to Sal for calling this one. <laughs> <sighs> okay. All right. Cozy, so, hit me with your next match. Okay. This one compared to the last one is more normal. I'm not saying it's completely normal, but it is a little bit more straightforward. Um, our competitors are the Zangief from Street Fighter uh, and Revolver Ocelot from the Metal Gear Solid series. Ooh. Why are they fighting each other? Both of these characters you might have noted, are from Russia. And both of them exemplify two very different kinds of Russian supervillains. Revolver Ocelot, he's lanky, he's suave. He is planning plans decades in advance. He knows that the long game is what's important. Zangief, he's a man of simple pleasures. You know, he has a chest full of hair and arms that are usually full of other people's heads as he's smashing and crushing them with his immense girth and strength. Emphasis on the girth part, by the way. Um, <laughs> I was expecting Mitch to be shaking. Never going to let that one die, are we? No, it's a girthy, uh, girthy take. We got to yeah. keep that girth going. Case in point, these two hate each other because they despise the fact that the other one is sullying the depiction of Russian characters in all of video games for the other and for all other Russian video game characters. Uh, and so they've come to WrestleMania to duke it out in the ring. But ladies and gentlemen, this is no normal WrestleMania ring. This ring, at every single moment, is being slowly but surely filled up with three-dimensional tetraminos that are falling down from the sky. And eventually, the tetraminos will fill up completely. And if it, it should fill up completely, both competitors will be crushed, unless Zangief or Revolver Ocelot should emerge victorious and defeat their competitor. So, match. so we've got Tetraminos. We've got the Tetris from... Turmoil match. 
Tetris turmoil. Uh, like Tetris that. turmoil match. Can I, can I suggest one change? Okay, sure. Okay, and if you want to tell me to go F myself, you can tell me to go F myself. Okay. Um, what if instead of we, instead of the Tetraminos, we take that out of the equation for a second and we have a loser leaves Russia match. Ooh. Okay. And to win the match, there's a poll and the Russian flag is on the pole. Mm-hmm. And the first person to take the flag off the pole wins. The other person forever cannot be in Russia and cannot associate themselves with Russia. Can Mitch. I interject with something else I just thought of that I'm going to hate myself for, but you Uh-oh. are all going to enjoy. Okay. Sorry. The name of this show is Girthy Mania. Oh my God, this is it. I mean, I... You're welcome. I hate it. I'm happy it. that I finally won you over, Mitch. Um, you didn't win me over. It's a it's a funny <laughs> bit that I hate. So <laughs> welcome. Here's the thing, Nathan. Like, I still want to see if I if it's possible for us to incorporate Tetris in some fashion into this match because Tetris not something I chose sort of willy nilly. I chose it because it is a centerpiece of Russian culture. It is intrinsically linked to oh, the. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, exactly. I wasn't just like, oh, Tetris. It's like a, a funny little retro well, video. Maybe okay. It's actually it, a, t- a, t- a t- I've, got, I've got a good stipulation for one of my future matches. If you I, want to just hold off that bit, it's up to you. Okay, Cozy. Yeah. Uh, make it a TLC match uh, instead of tables, ladders, and chairs. It's Tetraminos. You just have a C-shaped tet- tetrani- tet- Tetranimo. I, I can never pronounce it right. Tetramino. You know what? I'm, I'm, if that allows us to move ahead, I'm perfectly fine with adapting the match to that format. Okay. Well, for now, we're just going to call Tetromino Tetromania. 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 Tetris turmoil. Is that what we're saying? Tetris turmoil. Yeah. Tetris turmoil. Okay. Uh, T E T R O. Based off of not uh, R I. It's Texas turmoil, right? That sounds right. That sounds right. Yeah. I'm gonna go with that. I'll look it up. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna have a Tetris tur- turmoil match. Very interesting. We've got the Battle of the Russians. Um. As far as I know, people love Russians fighting. In fact, what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to make that the sub-main event. So we're going to put that right before the final match of the card. Because I think that could be fun. Yeah, for sure. And we're going to put that cozy. Hell yeah. Your cozy bear is moving on up. Moving on up, moving on up. Okay. Stop so we don't get claimed on YouTube. Can we get claimed for you sinning without the tune and everything? Probably. Supposedly. Supposedly. I don't know. YouTube is weird, dude. Twitch is weird, but we love it that we get to do this dumb stuff every week with all y'all. I love dumb stuff. So We're doing right. this. So, I mean. Yeah. AJ, you've really impressed me so far. So impress me again. Okay. Um, okay. So I'm, I might lose the thread on this one. Um, so, so please try and follow me and I hope you can, uh, uh, help me put this together. Um, okay. Lara Croft is a tomb raider, right? She raids tombs, tombs being something where somebody undead is correct. Yes. Um, however, if she did this, she may raise something that is undead. Let's say, how about another diva? such as Bloodrain, who is 
a vampire and technically undead, what does Lara Croft have to do now? She has unearthed this evil. She has to bury it alive. A buried alive match between Lara Croft Tomb Raider and Rain from Blood Rain. Okay. I like this. The motivation's there. Uh, this is another cinematic match would be my guess. Because you'd have to show them in the tomb waking up. Mm -hmm. um, Potentially. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Where do I want to put this on the card? I'm going to have to restructure this card a little bit. But for now, we're going to take it and put it at match number seven. Sure. I think this is a good spot for it. Um, you know, we've got three gimmick matches in a row. Once we get the card a little bit more together, I'll move things around. We can move stuff for around, yeah. Yeah. For now, that's where we're going to put it. But that's a good match. I hadn't thought about that, and I didn't even know uh, Rain would make this card. So good job. I thought you were going to go with Laura Croft versus um, Nathan, Nathan Drake. Drake at first. Nah, we got to get a Diva match in there. Yeah, no, you're right. A women's at least match one. is important. I was going to say, 100%. yeah, we're not referring to them as Divas anymore. There, It's just women's matches. Is that what... Is that what yep. it is? Okay. They've dropped the, the diva divas. Era, yeah. Yes. Yeah, they finally. They're just superstars. Was, they bring, they bring like it more so year? than the guys. Uh, no, it's no, been like, like six years. years. Okay. It's been that well, long. Yeah. Jesus. It's been that long. Women's wow. wrestling has been my favorite part of WWE for a long time. So. Asuka yeah. versus yeah. Rhea Ripley is going to blow everyone's oh, pants off this week. Oh, my God. I can't wait. Uh, but Sasha versus Belair, is, as much that as I don't love the build to it, that's going to be very good. It's too bad it's not Sasha versus Bailey. In, a, in the main event. But anyways, that would have been a good cap off to everything. Okay. That would be. Mario. This is our third round. So this is your final shot. Yeah. I'm trying to find a hitter, but I think. So we're only doing, we're, we're doing three total. Three total. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know what? I've been going off definitely what I believe certain matches have gone on before in WrestleMania. And I think they're, this one is no different. Uh, I think we're missing a Legends match. Okay. Where it is a longtime legend versus another longtime legend to prove it who's the best, you know, whoever that may be. If that is a Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker or even Shawn Michaels versus Ric Flair, which is my personal favorite. Uh, two people that are known for similar things that lived in two different existences, but doing this game longer than anybody, people want more games from them. All right. They are some sneaky motherfuckers. You want Sam Fisher, Splinter Cell versus Snake in a one on one. Uh, uh, oh, my God. Forgetting, forgetting the term. TQC. Close quarters combat. CQC. Yeah. Like, like Metal Gear. Yeah. Like Metal Gear. It's a special match where they just do tactical stuff to each other for the entire match. Is this like a career on the line kind of match? Like loser career? Retires? Like you gotta walk away. You gotta go. You're you're done. This is it. You gotta walk away from from the game. You're over. You know. And this is because Ubisoft ain't making games. Konami definitely not making games. Not making games. There's a game on the line. There's a new game on the line. One of them gets to, gets one more shot, but the other one has to go. And Q, yeah. Close quarters combat. It's got to go. You got to do it. You got to do a Legends match. Okay. 
So we've got Sam Fisher versus Snake in a close quarters combat, career on the line. Uh, whoever doesn't win walks away forever. Yes. Out of the sneaking game. Out of the sneaking mm. game. Okay. Um, I like that. Uh, yeah. No, that's good. All right. Mitch, we're getting close to the finals here. I got two. I've got one that is sti- a stipulation and one that is your championship. This is the this is the, the go home. Uh, and knowing that this is our last match we're going to bring, I got to go with the go home match. I got to go with that one that's going to bring the house down. And that is the the trope of seeing a a face in wrestling so that being you know one of the good guys being pushed by the company so hard that they end up becoming a heel to the audience is something we've seen time and time again throughout wrestling history um so this is this is the the company's face turned heel by the crowd like the crowd has taken them on as a heel because they've been around for so long they've been at the top of the game for the last 10 years it's been them and nobody else against the redemption this is the redemption of the guy who retired 15, 20 years ago, but it's coming back for one last ride, needs that one last jolt in the arm, that one last way to cement their legacy in this industry. Um, and we're talking about for the Universal Championship of Video Games, Minecraft Steve versus Cloud Strife. Because we saw mm-hmm. Cloud make his triumphant return, been clamored for for years, and we got that remake. We got that wonderful, wonderful um, experience that no one thought was ever going to be as good as it was. But turns out it was and better. And you've yeah. got Minecraft Steve, who's been at the top of the game since he came, since he showed up on the scene, but so much so that everyone and their parents is sick of having to talk about Minecraft. <laughs> so we got Minecraft Steve with the title defending against Cloud Strife. For all the marbles. Okay. So Minecraft Steve, which my kids would like. um, Yep. Versus also pandering to your children. Yes. Um, Versus Cloud Strife. Um, I think there's a game out right now where we can make this happen. There is. (laughs) WWE 2K20. Yep. That's it. Yep, That's the one. Mm hmm. Um, okay. So I like this match. I like that. It's okay. We've got to rearrange the card a little bit. So Joel Miller like versus the fact that it's good. Good. Uh, I was just to say Joel Miller versus Max Payne is now pre-show. Uh-huh. Sorry, Mario. That's fine. Um, so we're moving it to the pre-show. Ooh, actually, you could, you could tie this into that money in the bank ladder match. If you wanted that to be your opener, of both of these guys are in smash. So whoever wins that contract, whoever wins that invitation comes out at the last minute for that first smash brothers encounter. Hmm. Okay. I think this should be the main event. Yes. What? Um, What? I think this should be the main event. And I th- wait the one the one you're highlighting or the no uh, Mitch's should be the main event. The one we're talking about now, the Steve versus Cloud. So we're gonna move. Mitch, you're better at the spreadsheet thing. Do you want to? Oh crap! Yeah, what what am I moving to where? Okay, yeah. If you're better at it, Mitch, uh, you do. Yeah, it. just tell me what I'm doing. Okay, so make your match the the number one, and we're gonna move. Um, Sonic versus Tails versus Shadows to spot nine for now. We're going to rearrange okay. that. 
That will not stay. Uh, so that and spot. it's pushing the other two down on the list. Right? No, it's just replacing. Or, Take. I've already moved the Max Payne versus Joel. Oh, Miller you've already moved that. Okay, yeah. Let me. Yeah. Get that so just you. replace it. Sorry, I'm not as good at the spreadsheeting. It's okay. <laughs> I made it overly complicated, so you needed me for it. Is that That's what you were looking for? Didn't do a rank them without you. Mm-hmm. Is that what you were looking for? Minecraft Steve yep. versus Cloud at the top. Sonic, Tails, Shadow, and Knuckles in spot number nine, and Max Payne to the pre-show. Yep. Um, for now yep that's uh, perfect we're gonna get cozy's final match and then we're gonna restructure the card a little bit and make sure it works and flows properly so cozy yes for the final match what are you going with okay once upon a time sometime in the far future there are a group of four animals um two of them were named Fox McCloud and Falco. And they were part of Team Star Fox, a group of intergalactic uh, mercenaries slash defenders of the peace in the Corneria system. However, Fox and Falco didn't particularly enjoy each other's presence. When in the middle of missions, they would constantly get into all sorts of fights and just devolve into senseless bickering at each other. One day, they finally decided to sit down and air out their grievances, and they came to a realization the reason why they just couldn't kind of make ends meet with each other had to do not with each other's issues, but with the issues of another member of their team, Slippy Toad. In the middle of all of their excursions, Slippy Toad would constantly get into all sorts of fouls and foibles and uh, just mishaps that he would have to be rescued from, constantly putting... Um, the feathered fiend and the furry fiend on edge and thus resulting in them constantly being at each other's necks. They realized then and there that there was only one option. They needed to show Slippy Toad that he, they were not to be trifled with. And thus they set up this match, but Slippy Toad, who using his great skills of communication and hacking as demonstrated in Super Smash Bros. Brawl, was alerted to this match ahead of time, and he called up his uncle, Grippy Toad, who, by the way, is canonical. He was introduced in Star Fox Zero on the Wii U. And so, Grippy Toad came to Slippy Toad's uh, defense in this match of all-star Star Foxiness. I don't know if that's the ultimate title for it. You guys have been pretty good at helping me come up with names, so I'll trust that we'll be able to fully workshop this out over the next few minutes. Okay, so it's Fox and Falco versus Slippy and Grippy. Yep. Um, so they're fighting over the fact that Slippy's been the one that's been dividing Fox and Falco. Yeah, Fox and Falco, they they want to have a you know positive relationship with each other, but they've realized that there is a thorn in their side, and that thorn is an awfully slippy, awful, awful, awfully slippery little thorn by the name of Slippy. And he needs to be removed. I have, from an, the I have an idea for this. I don't have. I don't have a name for the match, but maybe this is a unification match to decide the ultimate, like the the Team Fox Tag Team Champions. So, like, they had the Slippy Belt that they had commissioned, and it's like the bootleg belt versus Team Fox having their their like their squadron leader belt or whatever, and this brings them together, unifies the titles. Hmm. 
Hmm. I'm trying to find like a kicker to the match. Uh, the first thing that came to my mind is that we need to bring it on uh, the, the Sleepy's terms, so like a mud wrestling match. That's oh, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, another. If someone gets knocked into the mud, so they lose. I didn't state this, but what I was originally thinking is that you know, per tradition uh, with Fox McCloud, it would take place on the final destination stage. But you know, I realized that it might be a little bit discomforting for the people watching WrestleMania to suddenly be transported to a place that is devoid of time and space. So I'm not totally certain about that. I don't know if anybody has any hard feelings about that. Um, As you guys figure that out, I just want, I just want to say uh, MLB tweeted out earlier today that there are no longer any undefeated teams in baseball with an empty graphic and WWE just retweeted saying it's John Cena. And I found that really funny. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's good nice. well also if you're a fan of ready to rumble there's a ready to rumble shirt that's being sold right now by uh tiger drive that's really great i'm really excited i just bought it <laughs> all right uh i have one last thing before we move on i uh here's the other option i was thinking i have a visual aid for uh cozy Ooh. i don't know if he wants to show it yeah sure but uh what a sec this is what oh, oh, oh. he just quit Uh-oh. i joined the wrong He's podcasting back. room yeah i'm back um oh hey, my god good. uh so if what if they were fighting? <laughs> he said this on a spaceship. <laughs> spaceship cage match. There you go. Intergalactic cage <laughs> match. This is uh, Dustin, right? Yeah. yeah, Dustin Reynolds or yeah. uh, Dustin Rhodes. It, this is WCW. I, no, no, it's WWE. It was WWE originally. Yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, the, I forgot what the stipulation was, other than trying to get out of this thing. I think. <laughs> While it's driving along the road. <laughs> so, so what if they're uh, very sloppy battling yeah. on the ship from on the R wings? Yeah. yeah. You might not want to show yeah. that video for too the, long. Else so, so, so the big ship uh, for, for the record, the big ship is called the great Fox. And then the smaller ships are the R wings. I'm, I, I mean, it could be like, an, like a, a, a parade of R wings, or it could just be the great Fox. AJ, if you don't know who that is, Hmm. Um, he, the guy in the bandana will one day become gold dust. Yeah. Okay. I know that name. Yes. yes. That's the name I know. Um, his, uh, dad was dusty Rhodes, and his, uh, brother is uh, Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Or stardust. Or stardust. The American <laughs> nightmare. Yes. The American nightmare. Best match still in the last few years is the brothers fighting. Yeah. Still my favorite. It was great. That was really good. So, okay. So yeah, let's position the star Fox match like this in a tag team. On the R wings, uh, yeah, I think the, the, the R wings would make most sense to be honest, because I feel like they're yeah. yeah allow for a lot more flexibility as opposed to the Great Fox, which is you know the R wing dragon a cage of some sort. I think that's enough of the video, cozy, just in case. I, I, I don't think it would <laughs> cause us any issues, but you're probably right. Oh, we didn't think a trailer for an anime would do that, but yeah. everybody go watch. <laughs> so I'm fine. I do in the morning to. Fucking blur it out. Oh, that is from the WWE Network. Oh, shit. Oh, all right. Exactly. Yeah. Vince, I'm sorry. I say it all good things. I swear. Uh, okay, so we've got right. Falks and Falco versus Slipping Grippy in uh, what type of match was that called? Arwing uh, Steel Cage match? Uh, Arwing Space Travel match? Space Steel what if Cage it, match? I don't know. What if it's getting launched into the sun and they have to try and get into the Arwing and get away? Oh, yeah, yeah. You exit the cage by going into the R-Wing. Yeah. And the yeah. team that's left over dies. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. That's morbid. <laughs> <laughs> poor, 
For Slippy. Will it be Slippy or will it be... <laughs> Who will die? <laughs> I think we broke cozy. Loser falls into no. the sun. This, this is just one of those time. occasions where, to be honest, I don't. I actually don't have a lot of, like, affinity with the Star Fox franchise. I just, I chose it mainly because I thought Slippy and Grippy was, like, a really funny <laughs> combination of names. They're a natural tag team. No. I'm going to be honest. That's a natural tag team combination. Yeah, family makes I mean, the, the best tag teams, to be honest. The When you brought up Star Fox and Jedi, I think of the Smash Brothers level, and I thought immediately of that match. That's why I had to share it. Yep. No. Okay, <laughs> so I need to find a spot for in the card. I've only got 10 matches. We moved one to the pre-show. I need to move another to the now, pre-show. Now, hold on. Before you move it around, keep in mind, Slippy, a video game character that is reviled by many. So there are a lot of people that are going to have this morbid curiosity and tuning in to watch this match on the off chance that they finally get to see Slippy incinerated in the core of a sun. <laughs> that is very true. Yep. Yep. That's why I tune in. Let's cook a frog. <sighs> you know what, Cozy? Ooh. You're not going to like this. Uh-oh. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. But you're kind of right that yeah. people will tune into this. And I want to keep people for the whole show. So why don't we put this as the lead out of the pre-show? Uh, and then right. have that enter the main pay-per-view. So they get like a taste this, of what the they pre-show get on YouTube. That like, hey, you got to pay for the preview if you want more of this. Yes. You're All the right. one. This is the match that's going to anchor us into the main show. All right. I, I'm, I'm fine with that. We let somebody die. Somebody <laughs> dies in this match. Someone's so going to tune in for that. That's going to get them trending on Twitter, and then everyone's going to no. tune into the rest of the show. Yeah. Yeah. Who else might die during the show? Who can say? You never know. Uh, um, I mean, at Steve least has blocks people. and Cloud Strife has a big-ass sword, so I'm going to go with Steve. Blood um, Rain might actually get buried alive. Yes. Well, and then Sam Fisher right versus Snake. I'm going to be honest. Career in the line means they're dying to me because... They're both lethal. They use lethal fair, force yeah. typically. Very fair. And Max Payne and Joe Miller, they have a death wish. Yes. So there's God, that I, w- I want to add just one more match to this card that I thought was really, really good. But I, All right. I had Mitch, the, the card's regular. subject to change. Tell me the last match. Oh, thank you very much. Okay. So, and I will take zero points for this one if it ends up scoring points just to keep things fair and even. Um, I said we've got a stipulation match. I had one in the bag. And it's uh, Mask versus Mask. It is a luchador Ooh, match. Okay. It is King 2 from the Tekken series. So the, the second character to take up the King Mantle. You know, the, the wrestler with the tiger head. Yep. Going up against Juan from Guacamelee. So you've got the grizzled veteran versus the new kid on the scene. Mask versus Mask. Loser is demasked for the rest of their career. May even force King 2 to retire due to the shame of having his luchador identity revealed. Oh, I like this one. A mass versus mass match. Um, I really like both these characters. I love playing as Kin and Tekken because you can chain some sweet combos together if you do it right. And I like, I love Guacamelee. Oh, this is so it's good. So good. Um, how, do you, um, how do you spell okay. the other guy's name? King 2? Uh, King, and then just I, 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 I guess King the second. Oh, got it. Sorry, it's the second character to have the to take on the mantle of King 
in the tech yes. universe. Originally, oh, that I was going to be I know this uh, Halucha, and then Cozy stole my thunder on that one, so I went with Kim. Well, but, I mean, you know, Kim's a good call, though. I thought definitely, you like it. Definitely a good Dog. luchador. Okay, this needs to be on the card. I like the mask versus match. We have too many cinematic matches. Um, Which one are we dropping? Let's... I mean, t- so t- t- if I could just step in for a second. Yep. Uh, you have two matches that are very much the same. You have the invitation to Smash, yeah, and the brass ring are pretty much the same thing. That's kind of why I didn't want to bring the invitation to Smash because I didn't want to steal AJ's thunder on that one. Yeah, mine was better anyway, so that's fine. They're both good, and I like <laughs> them both. But they should be but spread one out ta- in different. One curves. could be maybe pre-show content if you want to spread out these ladder matches. You know what? Let's move money in the bank to the pre-show. What? Ooh. <laughs> because then, once again, we're getting people to tune in, and then it gives them a longer break if they want to cash in at the end of the night. Okay, and then what are you putting in that number four spot? The King versus Yeah, Juan? King versus Tekken uh, versus one. I mean, it's my game for my game, so I don't, I'm not gaining or losing any points there, so I'm perfectly content with that being on the card so okay so i think we've got a good card i'm just reviewing the card here quickly minecraft steve versus Review it Klaus. for our listeners at home yes minecraft steve uh the champion versus cloud strife for the world championship is our main event for the night zangief versus revolver ocelot in a tetris turmoil match maybe there's a flag on a pole we got to figure that out uh, Ken and Ryu versus Scorpion and Sub-Zero, a grudge match, uh, Texas Tornado style. Um, Kane from Tekken versus Juan from Guacamelee in a mask versus mask match. Burger King versus Nemesis in a lights out match. <laughs> Hitmonchan versus Hitmonlee versus Hitmontop in an ultimate curry match. Lara Croft versus Blood Rain in a Buried Alive match. Sam Fisher versus Snake in a close quarters combat career on the line match. Sonic versus Tails versus Shadow versus Knuckles in a grabbing the Golden Ring match, which is not any similar to a match that was recently done. No similarities. <laughs> None whatsoever. None whatsoever. A Don't team. Throw me a soda. Team Overwatch versus Team Fortress 2 War Games match. Um, And that's going to be our opening match on the card. So that's the order that they're going. On the pre-show, we have, to start the show off, Money in the Bank, Crash versus Geno versus Doomguy versus Sora versus Rayman versus Dante for an invitation to Smash. Uh, Waluigi was scheduled to be in this match. But he was taken out backstage and Crash joined the fray. What What if he was the ref? Nah, you, the thing with the Money in the Bank match is you really don't need refs because it's no DQ. It really yeah. is just whoever grabs the the briefcase first. Also, I could see him climbing ah. to the top and trying to grab it even if you were the ref. Yeah. Actually, that might be funny. Exactly. <laughs> trying to uh, the, the thing is, none of us brought Mario to this, which is I'm I'm very surprised by. 
I was gonna say he could always show up as well, a guest referee. He's, in he's sitting match. right here. He's he's literally sitting right here. Mario, Mario, not Mario Rivera. Okay, so there's a oh. few matches I want to get on this card. Sure. And Mario needs to be on this card, and I don't know where he goes. Because initially I was gonna him. go Mario versus Sonic. I had an idea for him, but again, yeah, it, it reused Sonic uh, and Tails actually. Um, but I could rework it with a different duo. Think about it for a second. The other thing okay. I think that we're missing is when we talk about legends is some legends of gaming mm. with Pac-Man versus Qbert. Mm. So that could be hmm. another gimmick. Like that could be like an interstitial. Like it could just be a segment backstage where they it's Pac-Man versus Qbert in like a food like a an eating competition or something, yeah, eating contest, something like yeah. that. Yeah, you know, it's or it's like a you know Hall of Fame or <laughs> special event. It's like maybe yeah. they hold on, maybe they eat the curry that the buns <laughs> <laughs> make in the match prior. All right, I like that. You want you want your Mario match, Nathan? Yes, I got Mario your Mario match. match. You can give me no points for this one, but you got your Mario match. Uh, Mario and Luigi coming in as your tag team champions, defending in what a match that started at WrestleMania, and that's a TLC match going up against Ratchet and Clank and Banjo Kazooie. Okay, hmm. what's the most? So obviously, I, so can I can it's I say something? Back to the years of the Hardys versus Edge and Christian versus the Dudleys and the TLC matches. See the tag titles. My problem with that is that like I, the relationship between Mario and Luigi to me is very different from the relationship between Ratchet and Clank. Like I would more expect to see Ratchet and Clank face off against Jack and Daxter or Sly Cooper and the Turtle Guy because it's a similar. I did have Jack and Daxter in there at one point, just to be certain, just to be clear, but. I ended up going banjo kazoo. But you understand what I'm getting at, right? Like it's like the yeah, main no, hero no, and his like small sidekick guy behind the computer guy. Yeah. Whereas it's Mario and it's Luigi, kind of a different dynamic there. But it's also a ladder match, which would give the advantage to the duos that aren't that have more you know verticality to them compared to Mario and Luigi. This is an so I, there's a bit of a, a would. take. And in those classic TLC matches, you have the Hardy Boys brothers. Against Edge and Christian, who just are really close in the history. They of were brothers. Then. And, and mm. or did they? Did they? The orig originally they came out as brothers. They sold them as weird. brothers originally. Yeah, I thought just blood so. brothers. I didn't think they really referred to them as like real brothers. They really, they teetered a little. Did they? Okay. <laughs> well, either either way. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's fair. okay. I, I, I was going to say brothers in to, gaming. That was the problem. I really fit this to make. To mix it up a bit, um, I did put a photo. I don't know if it's big enough if you even want to show it. But basically, it's the ending of Rated Rumble of the three stacked cages on top of each other. No. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that would be uh, something that you would want. So <laughs> the match. I want to. I'm just going to float this idea wow. out there. Um, what if it's Mario and Luigi, the Mario brothers versus the Gianna sisters? So for those who don't know, the Gianna Sisters, this is like an old computer yes. game from 1987. It's like a blatant ripoff of Mario Bros. with some differences here and there. It, more recently in modern times, there have been like modern Gianna games that like are quite different are from terrible. Mario Brothers and apparently are not very good because <laughs> I've not played them, but Nathan has. Um, 
But yeah, I feel like... I played one for review. I, I would think that this has the potential to be a much more kind of fair matchup. But I, but I, I understand where you're coming from, uh, Mitch, with regards to the yeah. brotherly stuff that you were talking about. I've never seen the original I mean, Gianna sisters. This is terrible. terrible. <laughs> I mean, it does yeah. it, like it, it can also play into the way the match is sold too. Cause I mean, you look at the Dudleys, you look at edge and Christian, like they weren't actually brothers, but in like, in, in the storylines they were, and you look at Ratchet and Clank, you look at Banjo Kazooie, there is a familial relationship there, even without it being a mm-hmm. directly referenced familial relationship. Like it is a, I don't know. It is like a, I don't know. Okay. Just something I was throwing out there. Hmm. So Just we need to title bout on this. There's not enough title matches on this card. Yeah, you're right. Okay, so this needs to be a title match. Uh, it's going to be a TLC match. Uh, Mitch, you can put this in as the main event because it's got Mario in it. Really? No, come on. And then but you're going to put my right. name beside it, and it's going to be worth 300 points. Perfect. Wow. Okay, and where's Steve and Cloud Strife going? Um... <laughs> You could put you can't it, just knock uh, everything down the list. No, put it. Something's uh, got to get kicked to the pre, to the pre-show. And number two, and then move Zangief and Revol- Revolver Ocelot to the pre-show. Okay. Number two, you guys all helped me make the perfect WrestleMania card, and now you're all fired. Oh wow! I I can't. I'm the winner. I just want to say, are we gonna? Uh, I cannot we, believe. Can I be launched into the sun? I, I cannot believe that the Hitmon <laughs> Curry match is still on the card and not in the pre-show. It is pretty crazy. That yeah. It's still there. How many points did you make that worth, Nathan? Because right now I'm still winning. Three hundred. Oh, three hundred. Okay. The ultimate heel turn of Vince has to win the, at the end of the day. Yes. Screw you guys. So I've turned heel and I am now winning because I am the heel. Lord. Congratulations. We did it. If only we I were guess. all as gifted at you at coming up with a WrestleMania card. Yes. If only you guys were as gifted as me. <laughs> I mean, what anyway. would a good WrestleMania show be without a good heel turn that you didn't I see mean, coming? Fair. I mean, the slippy heel turn sounds like a pretty good one. I like the Steve, you know, as the overused face turning heel. That's always a fun angle. People yeah. do with the Seth Rollins, the Roman Reigns, yeah. you know. Listen, vampires should be buried alive. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right, Nathan, I, I, it's your show to wrap up. <laughs> yeah, okay. So I appreciate you joining in on our nonsense for the past two hours. Um, specifically with the nonsense over the past hour and a bit, as we had a lot of fun talking about WrestleMania matches, nerding out over wrestling and seeing the person in charge turning heel. So thank you for that. So thank you for tuning into this episode of press YYZ. If you've enjoyed what you've just heard, be sure to like and subscribe and share our YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitch, rate and review us on Apple podcasts. Hang out with us on discord invite.gg slash press YYZ. And check out our so Twitter account at Press YYZ to stay up to date when we go live and post new episodes. Mario, I just want to give you another opportunity to just plug what you've got going on. Uh, yeah, you can find me at that Mario Vera pretty much everywhere on Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. Um, that's where you'll find where I will be doing more stuff, hopefully very shortly. And then, of course, uh, you can find me at the Point in Progress YouTube channel. 
uh, where we every week we are doing podcasting and breakouts of the podcast. So if you don't want to watch the entire thing, uh, you can obviously enjoy some of our little breakouts. And we've been doing a little bit um, some extra stuff because we've been going long on some podcasts. So figure, I want to hey, talk to you specific. I want to talk to you specifically about that because that's something we've been talking about and brainstorming for this show mm-hmm. too. Because it tends to run, you know, this long. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, we're no strangers to longer running podcasts. Um, next week, we're going to be fulfilling friend of the show, Robbie Rob's desire to hear us talk about our most desired canceled games. This is the first ever topic of the show that was suggested to us by a fan via our 10,000 girth buck priced suggest a topic of the show reward on technically Twitch. second Brynvar redeemed it once as well and gave us something offline. Oh, okay. So second time and we're You're excited. Two, Rob. As- we're excited as you are to delve into it. So uh, this should be a very fun, uh, fun topic because I think we've got a lot of good stuff to talk about. But until next week, thanks for playing. <laughs>